0: Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. Well, today we're going to talk about self-awareness and specifically, can we become too self-aware that we kind of fall into a pattern of intellectualizing? Looking for a scientifically tested and strategic way to improve your mental health? Then it's time for you to download my new app, NeuroCycle the world's first and only mind-brain detox app. NeuroCycle is a step-by-step program you do over 63 days to identify and unwire toxic thinking habits, trauma, and limiting beliefs. The app doesn't just help you remove the bad stuff, but also helps rebuild healthy new neural networks into your brain. NeuroCycle also includes many guides for in-the-moment situations, like a guide to help you work through panic attacks and a guide for parents to use with kids. Struggling with sleep? NeuroCycle has a guide to help you fall asleep quicker and stay asleep longer. I spent over 30 plus years developing and testing this NeuroCycle system and use it with my patients who struggled with anxiety, depression, brain injury recovery and so many other things. It's used by over 500,000 people worldwide, including world-class athletes, pastors and celebrities. To get started today, just look for NeuroCycle in the App Store or Google Play or visit NeuroCycle.app. The link and details will also be in the show notes. So, everyone's talking about awareness, and I talk about it a lot as well. And it's the first step in my neurocycle gathering awareness. But notice that I'm actually emphasizing the word gathering awareness. So, I'm not just saying be aware, I am saying gather awareness. So, it's a deliberate, intentional, conscious act of gathering, like you pick apples and you choose it so you go into an apple orchard and you're picking apples in an apple orchard you don't just go up to the first tree and shake it and all the apples fall on your head and knock you out and you pick up rotten ones whatever you go and choose a tree and you reach up and you look at that apple and you look at that you gather and put them into your basket that's a great way of thinking about awareness it's a process to do awareness well that's going to help you and not get you stuck in over-intellectualizing, overthinking, getting sort of so stuck in in the process that you actually end up ruminating and feeling worse. Healing is generally you can feel worse before you get better. So I just want to qualify that statement. But we can become so aware that we don't land the plane. So we open all these lids of all these bottles, or we open, do all the, we get all these things started, but we don't finish them. All these planes take off, but they're all flying around in the air, and none of them are landing, so they all start crashing. The awareness that I am talking about is where you choose what you're going to be aware about. It's very specific to the issue that's disrupting your functioning in that moment, or if it's a pattern that's disrupting a process, a series of. Issue a, a series of things in your life, like relationships and so on, and it's disruptive. It's affecting your functioning. Then you're going to specifically go into a state of gathering awareness around that. And as you know, in my process, you break it down into the four signals and you go through the five steps. But let's talk a little bit more about what happens if we, you know, if we get too self-aware in the wrong way, and how that can lead to kind of intellectualizing our emotions and our behaviors and our perspectives and our body sensations without really getting to the core of the processing. If you recall, I always talk about how thoughts look like trees. And when we're gathering awareness, as I said, it's been the first step, we're going through the process of not just being aware. I'm aware that I feel like this. I'm aware of this in my body. I'm aware of my breathing. I'm aware of, we're not not just going to... shoot all these planes into the sky and leave them open or we'll take all the lids off the boxes and we'll open all the closets in the, in the house and just leave it all open and not, you know, everything inside's a big mess and all just comes falling out. We're actually going to open the closet, pull everything out, reorganize it, throw away what we don't need, wash what's dirty or whatever, repack it in a nice organized way. So there's a cool analogy. So that is landing the plane. When you do that, you are actually sending off one or two or three or four planes. Let's say four planes, one for each of the four signals, emotions, behaviors, body sensations, and perspective. And you're sending those, gathering awareness of those planes. And then you are landing each plane as you reflect, as you reflect on the four signals, as you write down what you've gathered awareness of and reflected on, as you recheck as you get to the active reach, it's parked in the hangar, okay? So you're going through that process if you want to use the landing of the planes concept. So we can't just open a bunch of doors and close and leave it open. We need to land the plane, we need to tidy the closet, whatever analogy you want. And that comes back to what we're doing with the thought. We're gathering awareness of things in our life. And those things and how we're showing up in our emotions and body sensations and behaviors and perspective, we're finding the thought they attach to me deconstructing. You hear me say that all the time, but you cannot hear it often enough. It's a process. If we just become aware, not even gather, just become aware, and we don't do anything with that, we are shooting those planes off into the sky. Good quality protein is essential for mind, brain, and body health. But with so many options out there, it can be hard to know what protein to get. I've been buying different types of protein for years, but I never stopped to think about whether I'm getting the right amount of protein I need each day, especially after I work out. I simply followed the one scoop rule and went on with my day. But every body is different. So why isn't my protein powder regimen tailored to me? I know that consuming protein post-workout has been shown to stimulate muscle protein synthesis and offset soreness, However, the optimal amount varies from person to person and the type of protein can make a difference. Enter ELO. ELO's Smart Protein takes the guesswork out of finding the optimal protein blend for you in the right amount to help you recover faster and get more out of every workout. Each blend is hand-mixed for you and offers a combination of highly bioavailable protein and functional ingredients, depending on your activity, data health goals and dietary preferences unlike other personalized protein products elo smart protein draws data from your wearables and fitness apps to provide specific dosing recommendations after each workout elo smart protein comes in either grass-fed whey or pea protein and can include other functional ingredients like probiotics and ashwagandha to help you recover faster and support your goals Smart Protein is also third-party tested so you can feel confident that you're getting a high-quality product you can trust. Take out the guesswork and get the right amount of protein after every workout. Go to elo.health and enter the code Dr. Leaf for 50% off your first month. That's elo.health and enter the code Dr. Leaf for 50% off your first month. Thanks, ELO. The link and details will be in the show notes. So now I put up a post recently, and I'm going to read it to you. It is possible to be too self-aware to the point where you try intellectualize away feelings and emotions. This is often a sneaky defense mechanism used to avoid processing hard emotions. Be aware of this and allow yourself to feel so that you can heal. I say this often, you have to feel to heal. And A lot of people say something very similar. So, this is something we know instinctively, it's universal, okay? So, if I just become aware, for those of you that have done my NeuroCycle, there's a brain prep section. For those of you that know my book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, and we'll put the link to this latest book and NeuroCycle app, and I re- strongly recommend you guys get it, get both you'll see that I do a brain preparation first. So brain preparation are all those things that cover like breathing, meditation, however, there's so many versions of meditation that you can do visualization, just thoughts that you can focus on like Momentum Mori. I give you 25 different ideas for brain preparation in the the app alone. And there's a whole bunch in here too. And we're adding more and more to the app as well. So those help you to set the stage to be aware. Then you start gathering awareness. So what I'm saying is that in order to to do awareness properly that you don't over-intellectualize, you you need to have brain preparation done. You need to have a gather focus of awareness and you need to have a way of landing the plane. And that's what I provide with my neurocycle. So let's talk about what happens. How do you recognize when you're not doing that? And even in the in in the neurocycle, some of you may be using the neurocycle and you may think that you're moving through the five steps, but you're actually getting stuck maybe on step two. And I've had people reach out and say they can't get beyond step one. And that could be because you are aware doing awareness, but not gathering awareness and pushing yourself to the next steps. And a good way of doing that, just very quickly as a tip while I'm thinking about it at this stage of the podcast, is that if you find yourself getting stuck on the awareness stage, you can set the timer, literally set your timer to go off every couple of minutes. 2-3 minutes max. I would start with like, you know, max. You can even start with 1 minute and train yourself to only gather awareness of those four signals and then when the, when the when the alarm goes off on your phone, go to the next step. And go and you can then same thing set the alarm For the uh, reflect step, also keep it around two to three minutes. With the right step, you can go longer, say, five to seven minutes. And then the recheck, five to seven minutes, active reach, well, that's just setting the plan, so that's pretty quick, you know, two minutes. That kind of will fill in your 15-minute window. If you find you're still getting stuck, you can shorten that even more and shorten it down to five minutes where you literally spend a minute on each step. But I would even spend 30 seconds on the first step, 30 seconds on the second step, Two minutes on the writing, one minute, and then thirty seconds—something like that. You know, you could, it's not a hard and fast rule, but it, you can get—you get the idea. Shorten it and time yourself. That'll train yourself to not just be aware. It'll teach you to land the plane. Okay, so if you just create awareness, send off all the planes without landing them, what does that look like? Okay, what it looks like is that you start intellectualizing away the feelings and the emotions. So you, so you almost. Say okay. Well, I have that emotion of angst or anguish or anxiety or despair or depression. These are my behaviors, whatever, and these are what I'm saying and doing. And this is the this is the perspective. But then you start using therapy talk. You start using. It's easy to do therapy talk, guys. You just have to look at social media, and it's full of therapy talk. Okay. There's so many social media influences in this world now out there you can get an incredible amount of wonderful free advice, but not all of it's good all the time, because you can't do everything all the time. But you can also learn the lingo very easily these days now because of our access to social media. So we can get gather awareness and then that starts making us feel something. You know, the gathering awareness makes us like, oh my goodness, and you get this whole body response because Every experience is embodied. So doing this gather awareness well, just becoming aware pulls up all this sensation in our body. And, and then we, it's, it's like it's overwhelming. So we, as a coping mechanism, start saying, okay, well, this is... And you start using therapy talk and using and intellectualizing and and you spend a lot of time in step one and step two, maybe don't even, you know, you're doing that you get, you, you're aware and then you, you're talking about why you're aware. But instead of actually talking about the reasons you're aware in in that this is coming from this experience, et cetera, and digging down to the core issue is you it's more giving names. oh, this is desensitization, this is projection. this is I'm doing that. this is coming. So it's, it's a lot of and you and you think a lot of description using psychological terms. Over intellectualizing it, and that, and then also doing things like avoiding actually dealing with the emotion. So it's like it's too much; it's overwhelming. Let me just kind of describe it, and I'm aware now. I'm aware I'm desensitizing. I'm this thing. I'm deep. I'm depersonalizing. I'm in a trauma response. I'm this and that, and it's PTSD. And you use these labels, which are descriptions, but you just stick around that level, and then you find yourself. You know, all day long, I'm this, I'm that. I've seen this so much in people that I've worked with. I have done this at times myself as well, but I've been learning how not to do that. It doesn't make me, you know, I haven't got it. I'm still learning, but I recognize when I'm starting to do that where I'm intellectualizing it to the point where I'm describing it, but I'm not processing it. So why am I feeling like this? And allowing myself to sit with those, those different signals of the emotions and behaviors and so on and really sit with them and, and see what they're attached to, and where they're coming from, and this has happened. And how could I see this differently? How can I reconceptualize them? That step goes missing, and so the real sitting doesn't happen, and you don't really get to the issue, the core issue. As I say in this, in 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 the post, this is often a sneaky defense mechanism to avoid processing, and very often you can find yourself in the intellectualizing that you start talking about, you know, helping others more, which is great to help others, but you use that almost as a way of not dealing with your own stuff. So it's, okay, I, you know, I've got all this, I've got all this knowledge, I can see this happening, but then you you, know, you go to someone else, hey, you know this and you need to, and that, as I said, it's good to help others, but you've got to deal with your own stuff as well because your own stuff, if you don't deal with it, as we all know, it's going to volcanically explode at some point. So allowing yourself to feel the messy and uncomfortable feelings is okay If you don't have the right words and the logic to explain them and to make sense out of them, you've come to the right place because this podcast is called Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. But you've got to start with being a mess first. How many times have you heard me say, and if you haven't, if this is the first time, let me say this to you it's okay to be a mess. It's really okay to be a mess. So whatever comes up, it's going to make you feel messy. I can tell you, when you gather awareness, when you brain prep, gather awareness and, and reflect and put that on the Metacog, you're going to feel a mess. And it's okay to feel a mess. But because you're progressing through in this organized way, you're gathering all the signals and you're reflecting on the wires and you stick to a time frame and you write it down. And you once you've written it down, you use colors and whatever, the whole neurocycle process helps you to land the plane. Otherwise, you just get stuck in the first step of awareness and that can really spiral you into kind of not moving forward. You can get stuck and it's no longer gathering. It's just like, you know, a sinking sand type experience. When we begin to heal, we start unpacking the overwhelming nature of intense emotions. Now, think of surgery. I had to have an emergency appendectomy last year and it led to complications and I ended up having two more surgeries after that and and I'm doing well now. But boy, the pain to go through, especially with the third surgery, oh, my goodness, it was, I was in agony over December with the third surgery. It was. There were days I couldn't move. It was so much pain, the worst pain I've ever had experienced. And But the healing now, I feel incredible. And if I didn't have that fixed up, there's no ways I would feel like this now. Okay. And, I, and I know that you know this and you can relate to this example, but you've got to do that with your feelings as well. I can't just be aware that I'm, I'm you know, I, I couldn't just sit with the pain and not have the surgery. I had to have the pain, which made the pain worse. But I knew that because the worseness was the opening up of the wound and all that kind of stuff, and worseness is even such a word. And then I had to go through this process. of It came from here. This is the time it's going to take. And you know, But I, I could deal with that. It's kind of easier to deal with surgical pain or pain from an injury or something like that, something like that. Than physical pain, I mean emotional pain, experiential pain, mind pain. I should rather say mind pain because emotional pain is only one part of mind pain. We've got mind pain has has its, has its emotions and behaviors and body sensations and perspective. Okay, it's got different dimensions to it. If you have been following my podcast for a while now, you know that I give a lot of advice for better mental and physical health. But my advice is only as good as your willpower to do something with it. So, if you're stuck on not having the willpower or mental energy to follow through on new goals and commitments you want in your life, then maybe you need to try Qualia Mind. Our sponsor, Neurohacker, combines 28 of the most research-backed nootropic ingredients on earth into the ultimate brain fuel formula, Qualia Mind. And it's been changing people's lives for years now. For help with my daily mental performance and help supporting my long-term brain health, I think Qualia Mind is indispensable. It's so cool to take a product where you don't have to wonder if it's working, because I noticed the difference in just days, to get my focus, my mood, my memory and my willpower to get things done. I also love that the formula is non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free and the ingredients are meant to complement one another, factoring in each ingredient's effect on supporting mental clarity. And it's also backed by a 100-day money-back guarantee. So you have almost three months to try to qual your mind at no financial risk and decide for yourself. See what the best brain fuel formula on earth can do for your mindset. Go to neurohacker.com forward slash DrLeaf for $100 off. It's only $59 a bottle. And as a listener of Cleaning Up The Mental Mess, use the code Dr. Leaf at checkout for an extra $15 off your first purchase. That's neurohacker.com forward slash Dr Leaf to try quiet your mind with the code Dr. Leaf to experience life-changing mental performance. The link and details will be in the show notes. So mind pain is just really hard to deal with. So when it gets worse, you know, and especially with the current messaging of, you know, if things are if your emotions are getting worse, that your brain you've got a brain disease that's getting worse, you've got something coming backwards, getting worse, you need more of this or that med wise or whatever, you're told there's this genetic thing that you can't control and scary stuff, which is not true. It's just disproven that that has been disproved. What you're experiencing that pain is so valid because it's coming from such a valid story that you have and your reactions to that story, which were coping mechanisms added to that and so when we start becoming aware we can get, you know, it can be overwhelming. The other side of awareness is that we can become aware and it's so exciting to become aware because now we can, you know, just Talk about this all the time and talk about, you know, round and round in circles. I've done group work, therapy work where I've had some patients that have come to the group therapy where each week it's the same thing. And eventually you have to, you know, it's the same thing, go in a circle and then they seem to, you know, be moving forward. They come back in the same circle. but What they've done is just stayed aware, 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 but there hasn't been the growth and the progression forward. So when we begin to heal, we start unpacking the overwhelming nature of intense emotions and all the behaviors and the other four signals that go with it. And we start making connections with our emotions. And we see that how it's connected with our behaviors and how it's connected with our bodily sensations and how it's connected with our perspective. We start seeing, hey, that's connected with how I see myself and that's connected with some kind of processing that I did because of some kind of experience. And that is hard. That is hard, time-consuming and is a very good thing to go through in terms of going through all those levels. It's not good to just try and get rid of it and suppress it. So sometimes we can get so good at therapy though, and so good at therapy talk and reasoning that we begin to intellectualize all our emotions instead of feeding them. so in so in other words, guys, you gather awareness, you have to feel them, and that's why I take you from gather awareness, not just awareness, but brain preparation, gather awareness into reflection think of reflection which is the second step when you reflect think of a white light shining through a prism when you shine a light white light through a prism it comes out as the rainbow on the other side so when you start gathering awareness and you start reflecting on what you've gathered awareness of there's a lot of depth to that that starts coming out and that's what you know the tendency can be the tendency to over intellectualize and as we've been saying, and then that you know you you lose that depth. You you're going to just kind of ignore that, and just the white light, you know, just just take the the white light shining onto the prism, and that's not going to take you through the process. You have to get to the rainbow. You have to you know work through those layers, but you don't want to stay there, or you'll get stuck in the sinking sand. You want to see get, do the work to see where they came from, and do the reconceptualization. Get those active reaches in fixed time frames. You can't do it all now. It's got to be in these fixed time frames. When we intellectualize our feelings too much because of knowledge gain from therapy, talk or reading lots of social media posts or listening to TikTok, we are really just avoiding processing feelings. So I'm not saying it's bad to not look at social media. I hope all of you follow me on social media and that my stuff helps you. And there's some excellent, good, bad, good and terrible stuff out there. Okay. And you need to be very, very discerning because you can just end up kind of labeling what you're aware of, which make you feel worse as i've been saying in conclusion to help you understand why you can't just be aware that you have to go beyond awareness in the way i've been describing when you first become aware of something it's all consuming can you see how this little stone is completely taking up all the space of this little cup it's all consuming it's all you can think about so if you're just in awareness all the time and over and using over intellectualizing and therapy talk to just try and not process you're going to get stuck but once you start gathering awareness and going through the process of reflecting like the prism example I gave you you actually then going creating space around that now the awareness is getting space around it because you've now gathered awareness as opposed to just being aware sending all those planes out into the air and you're starting to reflect on that and get some more understanding and depth So you are moving forward. You're not going round and round the mountain. It's not this movement. It's that movement. It's forward progression. And as you carry on working through the neurocycle, you land up over time, not in the first day, but each five steps of the neurocycle is taking you through this progression. And eventually as you get through to the 63 days or just using the neurocycle, the five steps, all the time on a regular basis, eventually you get to the point where your awareness is there. There's the little issue. There's the stone, same stone, a different size glass or jug or container. So you've gone from being consumed to having tremendous perspective. So when we intellectualize, we lose our perspective. When we just therapy talk, when we just stay aware without moving forward, we get stuck. But if we keep moving forward, use awareness in the correct way, we get perspective, we get space, we move forward. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you next time.